When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. The Zone. An industry that feeds the world is definitely an industry worth talking about. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Well, we are going to struggle to find any kind of dry weather today. Good morning, everyone. I'm Farm Director Pam Youngke. It is a Thursday, and it looks like it's going to be a wet Thursday all day into the night. Daytime highs today, touching out around 65 degrees. Tomorrow, 65. Then Saturday, we start to witness a drop in temperatures. Saturday, we'll see partly sunny skies and 45. Sunday, 39 Monday, sunshine, but we'll only reach 38 degrees. We'll talk a little bit about this changing weather pattern when Stu Muck joins us in about 15 minutes. And also up before the end of the show, Bryce Windecker from Everag is going to step in. We had our September milk production report that was uh, released a couple days ago, and it showed Wisconsin milk holding firm. But that's not the case for all regions in the United States. Stick around. You know what time it is? It's time for Swine to Shine. National Pork Month is finally here and lasts all October long. Whether you're craving sweet and spicy, stick to your bones, barbecue ribs, sizzling sausage, smoky bacon, juicy pork chops, or just a good old-fashioned honey-glazed ham, it's time to celebrate the goodness of pork all month long. Need a new mouth-watering pork recipe? Discover your next favorite at pork.org brought to you by wisconsin's pork producers if you're looking for land or a specific piece of equipment for your farm ranch or construction site add steffesgroup.com to your list of favorites you'll find all their upcoming auctions in your area and nationwide both live on site and timed online like their bi-monthly timed online auctions featuring equipment from all of their upper midwest locations and if you have equipment to sell check out the deadline to consign for their next bi-monthly online auction go to steffesgroup.com today and get in on the action of an auction anytime day or night that's steffesgroup.com s-t-e-f-f-e-s group You can hear the corn grow. You can smell healthy soil after a good rain. And you know when your livestock are healthy and when they're not. BioVet loves seeing healthy animals contribute to your farm's productivity and profitability as much as you do. I'm Dr. Bill Zimmer, founder of BioVet. Microbials and nutritional support. Learn more at bio-vet.com. Innovation, that's BioVet. November 11th might seem like just another day on the calendar. However, in China, it's celebrated as Singles Day, similar to our Valentine's Day. It's a day for those not in a relationship to celebrate self-love and indulge in some retail therapy. But what's the connection between this Chinese holiday and Wisconsin, you might ask? I'm Charity Seebecker from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. Jackie Fett, executive director of the Ginseng Board of Wisconsin, says it all comes down to ginseng. There's a natural connection between love and Wisconsin ginseng. Thanks to Wisconsin ginseng, we will be bolder to taste the bitter and always ready to embrace a better future. The Chinese version of this delivers the meaning of fall in love with Wisconsin ginseng at first sight. So during this festival, we are focusing this event toward younger consumers to get them more excited about Wisconsin ginseng since it is a traditional medicine and often very by the older population. 
So in order to encourage younger consumers, we're launching a retail promotion as part of the festival. So during the promotion, retail stores are going to be decorated with the theme of love, like heart-shaped hanging ornaments, lip-shaped handheld cards, and consumers will be encouraged to take photos in the store and then share these photos on social media, and they'll get a small giveaway when once they buy Wisconsin ginseng in the stores. So how is Wisconsin ginseng perceived then in China? Wisconsin ginseng is actually the most sought-after ginseng in the world, even though they also grow American ginseng, which is the kind of ginseng we grow here. Chinese consumers actually prefer our ginseng because it is a much higher quality product because it's grown in the United States. And so our growing standards are obviously much higher than they are in China. So you will be traveling in November, like we mentioned, but where all will you be traveling? And once there, what are you going to be doing exactly? We actually held the International Wisconsin Ginseng Festival here in Wausau for a couple of years. And now we're going to take it to an international stage where our consumers are located. So we're starting our trip in Taipei. We will hold the International Wisconsin Ginseng Festival there at a popular herb festival. We have four licensed distributors in Taiwan who will promote their Wisconsin ginseng products during the festival, and then we'll be participating in a tea demonstration to help consumers understand how tea is produced and help educate them on the value of Wisconsin ginseng. From there, we're going to travel to Shanghai and meet with traders and potential traders. Then we are going to go to Guangzhou for the Wisconsin Ginseng Love Festival that I just described. From there, we're going to go to Hong Kong where we will host a media event and conduct ginseng recipe introduction and tasting with Wisconsin ginseng. Are you guys leading that tasting yourselves, or are you having the growers that you work with there in China leading that? We have an in-country marketing rep that we work with in China and Hong Kong. They're based there, and so they are going to help lead those demonstrations for us. And is this funded through the Ginseng Board of Wisconsin, or did you guys receive an export grant from DACAP, or how is this all kind of really possible? This festival is actually funded through the Agricultural Trade Program, and this program uh, was developed in 2018-2019, and it's designed to reimburse nonprofit U.S. agricultural trade organizations that conduct approved for market development activities. And it was um, awarded for those people who resulted, um, had damages as a result of the tariffs imposed on U.S. agricultural products in 2018 and 2019. And we were awarded these funds then, and we have until next year, 2024, September, to use them up. What is the why behind why you're going? What do you really hope to gain from this trip, the big takeaway, I guess? We do export about 90% of the ginseng grown here overseas to consumers in Asia. So we're going there to build relationships with our importers, engage with potential new importers, and educate consumers on the value of Wisconsin grown American ginseng. And Allison Dairyland, Ms. Ashley Hagenau, will also be joining you in your travels. Why is that? Can you tell me about that partnership, how that was made possible, and her role in traveling along with you? Um, the Ginseng Board of Wisconsin is a program partner with Allison Dairyland, and we have been for a number of years now. And Alice is a tremendous spokesperson for Wisconsin agriculture. And the goal of partnering with Alice is to help consumers here in the United States understand the value of Wisconsin ginseng and even to help them learn all that the nation's supply of cultivated ginseng grows right here in our state. So we're excited to have Alice join us on this trip overseas. When we travel there, it helps bring credibility to the authenticity of our ginseng because there is so much mislabeling in the ginseng industry. Because American ginseng, which is the type that we grow, also grows in China and Canada. So it's often misrepresented um, by 
Chinese growers that it is American ginseng grown here. So when we travel there, it helps build the credibility for our partners there that they are indeed using Wisconsin ginseng. She's going to be doing media interviews in each of the um, spots that we stop at. There'll be uh, media engagements in Taipei in Guangzhou and in Hong Kong. And Wisconsin ginseng accounts for about 95% of the total cultivated American ginseng in the U.S. That's a huge accomplishment. And like you mentioned, most of that is actually exported. So how have exports been compared to past years? Exports have actually remained pretty stable. However, the market price for ginseng has dropped tremendously due to the high Chinese tariffs and the travel restrictions due to the pandemic. So we look forward to this trip so we can continue to build these relationships. China is our main market, and we haven't traveled there since 2019. So this will be our first trip back, and we're looking forward to reengaging with Chinese traders and consumers there to help them, you know, maybe make some more exports as a result of this trip. Are you looking into creating newer relationships internationally as well? Absolutely. Um, we are growing our markets in Vietnam. Um, that's a, a smaller market for us, but we have um, added a new licensed distributor there through our um, one of our distributors here, and they're creating um, a number of new products with Wisconsin ginseng in Vietnam. Um, we'll be going to Vietnam in November for a food show there. Um, we're also working on expanding our consumer awareness in India. Um, we have uh, social channels and a rep there that's working on relations with trade and helping to, helping to educate consumers about the value of Wisconsin ginseng. That was internationally, but now taking it back to here, what are you doing to create markets for ginseng here in Wisconsin to help that popularity grow and provide growers with another outlet since most of it is exported currently? Yeah, it's kind of a grassroots um, effort because we don't have a lot of funding to do big marketing campaigns here in the United States. So we do a lot of word-of-mouth um, marketing. We just launched a new website, realwisconsinginseng.com, in February with lots of new fun and engaging content and health benefits and recipes to help consumers understand how to use Wisconsin ginseng and why Wisconsin ginseng is so important to our you know, United States presence as well. And we have a presence on Facebook and Instagram. We're focusing on the bitter, better, bolder message to consumers because ginseng is a bittersweet herb and it helps you live a better, bolder life. We traveled to Natural Products Expo East and we met with ingredient suppliers there um, to help educate them about the health benefits of Wisconsin ginseng to hopefully maybe have them add Wisconsin ginseng into their products that they offer here in the United States. So what are some of your favorite ways to incorporate ginseng that maybe others might want to try? I like cooking with the um, Wisconsin ginseng powder. I find it's easy to incorporate into baked goods. I personally made um, like a lemon poppy seed cupcake or muffin and put two tablespoons of Wisconsin ginseng into just a box mix to get the benefits. And my kids couldn't even taste the ginseng. They thought it was delicious. I also made a cranberry orange bread, similar thing, put two tablespoons of Wisconsin ginseng powder in there and get the benefits of the ginseng and and they love it. They thought it was great. That was Jackie Fett, Executive Director of the Ginseng Board of Wisconsin, along with us. She says this trip is an opportunity to build and strengthen relationships for our Wisconsin ginseng growers, all while embracing the spirit of love celebrated on Singles Day in China. After all, love can come in all forms, even a ginseng root.
From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Charity Seebecker. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. The nightmare of working with some contractors is much like being on a bad date. They totally wreck your bathroom, swindle you out of a ton of money, then disappear into the dark of night. Swipe left. Actuate Improvement is a full-service design and remodeling company who completes the job as promised, is cost-conscious, then leaves you with a sweet thank you note. Swipe right, and let's get the conversation started with a free consultation. ActuateLLC.com. Design. Create. Actuate. Email from school. How about the incident today? Scary. Tell me about it. Did you have any idea that was going on? None. I mean, you saw Derek at the game last night, too. Did you have a clue? No, but you know, teachers like me, parents, we don't always know as much as you guys do. Kids hear first about what's going on with other kids. Half the time, it's rumors. It can be hard to tell sometimes, but if you're ever concerned about a friend who's having trouble with alcohol, prescription drugs, bullying, violence, anything, you need to tell an adult. Mom or me, a teacher, coach, school counselor, someone you know and trust. Dad, no kid is gonna tell an adult about that kind of stuff. I get it, but if we don't know, we can't help. Speaking up about a problem, that's what helping a friend is all about. For more information, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. Everyone dreams of that one special day. I'm not talking about a wedding day, a push present, or a big anniversary. I'm talking about a special day made just for you. Maybe you paid off the mortgage, finished a marathon, left the dork who couldn't see you for the amazing person you are. It's different for everyone, but it's a day that needs celebrating with a custom piece to bring a Mona Lisa smile to your face. William Thomas Custom Jewelry, your inspiration, your custom jeweler. If she's not milking the cows, she's talking about them. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Young. Oh, and on mornings like this, thinking about going out to milk those cows, not all that attractive. Whether you've got a parlor or you're still in the stanchions, time for an ag weather update. Stu Muck, ag meteorologist, joining us on a soggy start to a Thursday morning. Remember those days, Stu, when we used to be slogging out to the barns? I just think about how dirty the girls were if they'd been outside or catching one of those uh, sloppy tails in the face. I think that still goes on regardless of how you milk them. Boy, you make that sound like so much fun. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, it really wants, make, makes people want to get away from the kitchen table and that coffee to walk out into it. But, you know, right now it's kind of the calm before what? The continuing storm this morning? Yeah, yeah, we get more of that rain. I mean, not a whole lot yesterday for a lot of us. A hundredths of an inch or what I'm seeing from... Uh, Madison to La Crosse, even to Fond du Lac, some areas a bit heavier further east and north, but we have this front kind of draped across Wisconsin from the east central part of the state, Manitowoc, Two Rivers, that area, almost to La Crosse, right around far southeast Minnesota, northeast Iowa. And along that frontal boundary, we expect a stronger low is going to build in. There will be some more rain. The radar indicates we all have rain, all of us in the southern part of the state. Oh, there are a couple of breaks in it and uh, may give you a break right in your area. But most likely, we're going to talk about showers today. There could be a thunderstorm around fog, especially east and southeast Wisconsin, pretty dense from what I'm hearing. So we get all of that moist air 
and mild temperatures. We didn't cool down a whole lot overnight. In fact, the temps we're seeing now are above normal daytime highs. So we've stayed very mild. That accounts for the fogginess, that, that steamy feel we're kind of having out there as well. But during the day, showers and even thunderstorms more likely they last into the nighttime or even around into early Friday. By Friday, then, a stronger cold front will push through from the west, bringing an end to rain. There's even some chance we could have a little sun try to break out through Friday afternoon or some clearing into Friday night. But that's then going to allow for cool air to settle on in. So we're above normal today, and even tomorrow we stay very mild. Temperatures fall, it gets cooler, especially as we head through Friday afternoon. And then we'll be cooler than normal for Saturday, Sunday, right on into next week, right on through Halloween, Tuesday and Wednesday. Upper 30s or very low 40s, about the most we're going to hope for. So a lot cooler air is really going to be settling in as we head through this weekend and on to next week. But not before we deal with the rains today, tonight, lasting into early Friday. And for a lot of us, we're talking a pretty easy up to one inch or even closer to an inch and a half, especially if I had to draw that line. I'd say Madison to about Fond du Lac and Oshkosh could see some of the heavier rains a little to the west and a little to the southeast. Not quite so heavy, but count on it. It's going to be pretty wet as we head toward the end of this week. I'll have those wet forecast details right after this. Ooh, it's that time of the year again. Football and tailgating. Fabulous farm bay Pam Yankee here for my friends at Bavaria Sausage. You know where they're at, don't you? They're on the corner of Nesbitt Road, Fitchrona Road in Fitchburg. Open Monday through Friday, 9 until 5, or open 24 hours a day, 7 days a week for your shopping convenience online. BavariaSausage.com. Ooh, think about that tailgate. You want to bring a charcuterie board? Well, they've got everything you need for a successful one. Cheese, sausage, lawn yoggers, crackers, spreads, even some desserts. And of course, if you're putting anything on that grill, you know it's got to have the old world authentic flavor of Bavaria sausage brats and now offering burgers. You can find it all online, BavariaSausage.com or Bavaria Sausage on Facebook and make sure that your charcuterie board impresses everyone and that your tailgate party is the one everyone wants to attend. Bavaria Sausage. Boy, Stu, I'll tell you, I'm getting a lot of our messages this morning from uh, our rainfall reporters. Up in Lena, north of Green Bay, picked up uh, over three inches of rain, four inches of rain, Pike says. Uh, Tommy by Stockbridge, uh, probably pushing up on three inches. Then you come towards southern Wisconsin and only a couple tenths. Now, today you say the dynamics of that rainfall report probably switch it a little bit. It should change. I expect some heavier rains in the southern part of the state, but it will push up toward the northeast, too, sorry to say. And those folks will be adding up. I didn't mention all the big news. You look out toward North Dakota, they have a little snow this morning in the central and northeast part of the state. Not the case. We have clouds, fog, expect showers, even a thunderstorm on and off during the day. That patchy fog could kind of stick around. Uh, in the mid-60s today, 66 or so, and the south winds, 5 to 15, can be a bit gusty. Rainfall amounts easily pushing up into the half and one-inch range yet through the day. Overnight, mostly cloudy. Showers could be a thunderstorm in the night. 
A little bit of that fog may linger. We only drop back to about 60, maybe even stay in the very low 60s with southwest winds around 5 to 15. And then for Friday, clouds, a shower, a thunderstorm, the rain tapering off. Skies may even clear a little later in the day. But those temperatures in the low 60s early in the day fall down to the low 50s in the afternoon as winds will become northwest tomorrow at 5 to 15. By Saturday, Pam, mostly sunny, maybe a little shower chance in the afternoon. Low and mid 40s for highs. North winds at 5 to 10. And Saturday, or Sunday, excuse me, very low 40s may be the warmest we get. Yeah, it sounds like uh, today is the best it's going to offer as far as temperatures are concerned, huh? Yeah. Temperatures and wet, we're going to have to deal with it. All right, buddy, catch up with you tomorrow and find out where we land, okay? All right, see ya. Stumach, Ag Meteorologist, with a quick update on what's happening weatherwise. Don't forget, your rainfall reports are valuable in telling the story. 877-301-FARM. 877-301-3276. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. You can't change the price of gas or groceries, but you can change the amount of your energy bill. Benjamin Plumbing is now a certified dealer of Renai tankless water heaters. The number one tankless water heater in North America. They're up to 40% more energy efficient and provide endless hot water. Stop wasting tons of energy keeping 40, 50, even 75 gallons of water hot day and night with your old water heater. Call Benjamin Plumbing today and learn more about the new state-of-the-art, energy-efficient Renai tankless water heaters, including a factory-extended warranty. Save money with endless hot water for your home with a new Renai water heater from Benjamin Plumbing. Hi, Dale Benjamin with Benjamin Plumbing. When we say your plumbing problem is fixed, we mean it. No excuses, I guarantee it. Contact Benjamin Plumbing at BenjaminPlumbing.com. Now you've got a friend in the plumbing business. Benjamin Plumbing. There are those who dedicate themselves to a sense of honor, to a life of courage, and a commitment to something greater than themselves. They have always defended this nation and each other. They still do. The few, the proud, is it that we can have smokers lines without ever smoking? A skincare minute with skincare expert Michelle Neeson. Smokers or lip lines can occur not only because of smoking but other factors such as talking, drinking from a straw, genetics, and age-related fat loss. The most simple and effective treatment for this problem is a combination of dermal fillers such as Juvederm which can smooth and fill those fine lines as well as hydrate the lips. Also, a neuromodulator such as Botox can be used in small amounts to relax those pursing muscles. At Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie, this treatment results in a natural, more youthful appearance of the mouth and often lasts a year or longer. Let your natural beauty shine through. Visit us at rejuvenationclinicofsaukprairie.com. Create the floors you love this season with DIY and budget-friendly flooring from Wiseway. With Wiseway Flooring's direction, you'll only need to be moderately handy to accomplish brand new floors. 
I'm Mike Yenser at Wiseway Flooring, inviting you to visit our showroom in Watertown, Lake Mills, and Economwalk. See how our do-it-yourself products might be the right thing for you. Commercial or residential, the wise have it. Log on to INeedFlooringNow.com. You're worth so much more. Have you ever had the choice to accumulate wealth or go into debt? Let's play Would You Rather. Would you rather have $190,000 in total compensation or be $29,000 in debt? That's the choice between paying for a bachelor's degree that might not even land you a job or an apprenticeship with Liuna that will lead to job security, a pension, stability, and a lifetime of great wages. You're worth so much more. Go to liunawisconsin.org join to learn how to accumulate wealth instead of debt. Pest control? You've got a guy for that. Car repairs? You probably have a guy for that as well. For someone to custom design a unique piece of jewelry for you, or help your current pieces look sparkling fresh? That needs to be William Thomas Custom Jewelry. Affordable and local. William Thomas Custom Jewelry will help you create a desirable, one-of-a-kind piece that you'll be proud to wear for years to come. William Thomas Custom Jewelry. Your inspiration, your custom jeweler. So I wanted to talk with you and your mom today, Lily, because some people at school have noticed changes going on with you, and we're concerned. Like what? Who? Some of your friends, teachers. It sounds like you've lost interest in a lot of things lately. You're hanging with new friends. So? So, individually, maybe those things are no big deal, but taken together, and then the incident the other day, you were with Derek when he was caught selling marijuana. Yeah, he was selling it. Honey, we know. But we care about you and, and want to know what's going on. That's right. We just want to understand better and see how we might help. And if weed is a part of it, we just want to make sure you understand the negative consequences for someone your age. The physical and mental health effects, poor decision making, and the confusing legal aspects these days. So what do you say? Can we talk? For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. Now, I know uh, we already talked about this. If you beat the Brewers in the playoffs 100% of the time, you go to the World Series. Dude, what, like, like how, how, like, incomprehensible is that? Like, it just, it boggles the mind that that exists. You were on that before anyone. I wrote that story. Yeah, dude. In 2000. 2019. 2019. So yeah, we we've been on that forever. Yep. Andrew. Yeah, after the Nationals won it, I wrote it. So Andrew, so. this Brewers team, um, we're in a in a in an interesting predicament here. You know, Brandon Woodruff's going to miss about the whole year. Corbin Burns probably not going to be a Brewer. You have uh, Willie Adams probably not going to be a Brewer. What have you heard anything? Let's start with Craig Council. Have you heard anything about Craigery? No, I uh, keep looking out my window like putting up smoke signals for him to respond, but no, for anything. Did Mark Adonazio just cut your transmission, Andrew? Yeah. Oh, hey, yeah. there he is. Hey, you're, you're back. Sorry, Mark Adonazio tried to yeah, cut your, your transmission. T-Mobile, terrible service, no matter what they should be on the commercial. There's like one room in my house where I can use my phone. Well, stay in that room. <laughs> Yeah. So what happens with the Brewers? Brown, do you got something? No, I was just going to say, you're talking about some of the players that you don't anticipate to be back. 
but looking at some where they've they've already made their decisions, like Keston Hira has elected free agency. Eric Lauer has elected free agency. We have some of those other guys like the Rowdy Telezes of the world and the Adrian Hausers that are lesser known from the Adamas and the Woodruff and the and the Burns, but they could potentially be key guys or have been key guys where those are big question marks on what's going to happen. I have no idea. This is going to be a really interesting offseason for Matt Arnold um, than the Bruce as a whole. He does have big, big questions to make. Um, and I think he's going to have a little bit to play with in terms of uh, financial payroll, in terms of flexibility, in terms of going out there and making some moves to bolster. Because if, if, if the guys that you think are gone are gone, a lot of young guys that have been getting bit pieces are going to be thrust in the spotlight. You're going to need guys to supplement it. Uh, and I could see them going out and being a little bit more active on the free agent market, a little bit more active on the trade market, you know, kind of redevelop a new core and go from there. It's the natural, the natural cycle of a baseball team. Um, and I'm not going to say small market because everyone looks at that excuse, even though it's a reality, but it's a natural cycle. You kind of weave guys in and out. Um, I, I think the biggest shame in all this is Brandon Woodruff. I mean, that stinks. That absolutely yeah, that stinks. Sucks. He's a, he is, never mind the fact he's a great pitcher. He's a great guy. Um, I don't say that very often. I don't say it ever. He's just a great guy. He's a good teammate. He's the guy you want in the clubhouse. He's the guy that in the middle of a losing streak, you want to have the ball because not only is he going to go out there and just burn asses for seven innings, but he's also going to be the guy that says, hey, guys, don't worry. We got this, you know, lighthearted, just boosting everybody up. You need guys like that. Uh, losing him for an entire season, that hurts. That hurts bad. Andrew, I have a question for you because normally I like to be, I'm more the pessimistic guy, right? I, I like to call myself a realist in this Woody injury. I'm trying to be optimistic and I'm looking at it this way. If he would have stayed healthy and, and everything would have ran its course, I think it's 50 50, whether they would have signed him to a long-term expensive extension or would have traded him. Now, with this injury, yeah, it absolutely sucks for the Brewers because it took away moving him, and it, it absolutely sucked for Brandon Woodruff because he was about to cash in on, on, on a big-time paycheck. Now he's got to sit out that year, and who knows what happens. But do you think this could be the best thing that happened to the Milwaukee Brewers in the, the sense that they could now maybe sign him to a two- or three-year deal that is slightly lesser, knowing that one of those seasons he's got to be rehabbing? And then he finds yeah, the brand of Woodruff I, you know where you're going. And I, 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 you hate to be that guy. You obviously hate to be that guy. But from a business standpoint, from a purely business standpoint, absolutely, you're dead on right. I mean, this does, this does kind of present an opportunity for the Brewers to, to you know, listen, pitching deals always come back to bite you in the ass. <laughs> always, no matter what. Um, this helps. This helps. I don't think they were going to move him. I don't think Woodruff was going to get moved. I think Burns is the guy you trade. I think Woodruff is the guy you resign um, for any number of reasons. Um, but I think this does help, you know, negotiations in, in not having to go out there and get one of those five or six year contracts that always come back to bite you in the ass. You know, you're right. Like a two or three year deal, this, this definitely makes more sense. Hang on to your tractors. Here's another update. 
This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Bryce Windecker, one of the broker analysts with Everang, is going to join us in just a couple minutes. We're talking probably about uh, what happened with the September milk production across the United States. Wisconsin might have been fine, but boy, there were some regions that really reflected the excessive heat that they picked up late this summer. We'll find out what Bryce has got on his mind in just a little bit. I'm Pam Yankee. Glad you're along with us. Unfortunately, um, we have got rain along with us all day into tonight. 65 are expected high today. Tomorrow, uh, more rain, 65. Saturday, we start to dry things out, but it's much cooler. Saturday's highs around 45. Sunday, 39. And Monday, sunshine, but still no better than 38 degrees. So today is the 26th day of October. On this day, back in 1825, the Erie Canal opened for ships. Construction on the 363-mile-long channel actually started in 1817. It connects Lake Erie in Buffalo, New York, to the Hudson River in Albany, New York. And it was really a major artery to ship goods in uh, any area at that time. And it was also a lot cheaper and more effective. The Erie Canal opens for ship transportation on this day back in 1885. Here's one that'll make you feel old. The Terminator. Remember Arnold Schwarzenegger, the Terminator, I'll be back. He uh, was in that film, started today. It was released back in 1984. All kinds of happy birthdays today. Let me see. Happy birthday to former Charlie's Angel, Jacqueline Smith. She's 78. Pat Sajak from The uh, Wheel is 77. Country singer Keith Urban is 56. Happy birthday to all. And now you know. Well, I told you before, the weather is changing in Wisconsin. We can get major temperature swings, as most of you have witnessed, anywhere from 10, 20, 30, even 40 degree swings in 24 hours' time. And while you and I can put on a jacket or a sweatshirt, boy, trying to take care of our livestock, that's a whole lot more complicated. I talked about it with Courtney Halbach. She is the outreach coordinator for the Dairyland Initiative. Implemented through the UW School of Veterinary Medicine, the Dairyland Initiative is is all about generating meaningful information and practices for our dairy industry. I asked Courtney to tell me a little bit about the Dairyland Initiative and then follow through and tell me what we should be prepared for at this time of the year with changing weather conditions. The Dairyland Initiative is an outreach program that's available mostly online for dairy farmers as well as veterinarians and other industry consultants who are looking for practical recommendations to improve their livestock's livelihood through improved cow comfort and facility design as well as lameness prevention tools. Um, my colleague, Dr. Terry Olivet, she's relatively new with the School of Veterinary Medicine, and she is spearheading the work in using ultrasound to scan lungs in young calves to help pick up respiratory disease earlier rather than later. And so that's kind of where our new approach has been. But, um, you know, we've always been that go-to source for housing recommendations and lameness prevention tools. We're still there. We're still expanding. A lot of our work in the last couple of years has been joining forces with um, the dairy science, dairy and animal sciences department. 
and Dr. Jennifer Van Oss trying to look at how do we improve air speeds in the cow resting space so that cows lie down longer during periods of heat stress. And that's been our main focus the last couple of years. We've done a little bit with trying to figure out the best ways to lay out automated milking facilities to not only improve cow flow at the robots, but also improve labor efficiency. You know, with that being an online base, are you seeing a bigger intake, uptake of that materials? I mean, there's getting to be fewer and fewer, let's just say, large animal specialists in the United States, and even fewer that are primarily focused on dairy specifically. Are you seeing an uptick in how those resources are being used online? Yeah, it's been an incredible, um, a lot amount of people coming into our website. We get over 2,000 people um, coming to our website, looking mostly at things like heat abatement resources, free stall dimensions, stall surface, how do you design a positive pressure tube system for a calf facility. We've also... Um, um, offered virtual workshops biannually that gets over 100 people signing up. Um, and then we are across our social media pages, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and um, tons of views there just trying to get the latest information out, mostly a lot of news articles, things that we see when we're out troubleshooting, um, herd consultations that we like to get out and to, into the hands of dairy farmers. I was saying to Courtney when she came into the studio, I, I'm a dairy kid. My goal always is that I'm giving something new to the audience as far as information, um, talking about what we do at this time of the year to take care of our dairy animals. If you grew up in dairy, you know this drumbeat. Things are going to change on a 24-hour basis. What are you seeing new out there, Courtney? Tell me maybe a little bit more about the work being done on scanning those lungs to get us ahead of the curve because these animals are so very valuable these days. Oh, my gosh, yeah. So, you know... Oftentimes, we've done a great job. You know, caretakers are going in, they're watching calves, they're looking at their feed intakes, they're looking for droopy ears, um, um, you know, uh, stuffy noses and things. But um, sometimes we often get to the calves too late. And so we're training veterinarians to be able to use ultrasound to scan lungs so that we can diagnose respiratory disease before we start to see those clinical signs, making it, um, you know, much better use for antibiotic usage, trying to minimize that as much as possible, and also making it easier for caregivers. You know, you see caregiver fatigue um, as you start to see really sick calves and calves that are dying. And so if we can prevent calves from getting to that point that's wearing on the caregiver themselves. We're not only investing in um, our calf's future and making sure that they have productive lifespans, um, but also making sure that our caregivers are working in optimal environments with healthy calves. Well, and that's kind of what you were getting at when you mentioned what other work is going on. It's not just about caring for that individual animal. It's the whole environment around them. I mentioned to Courtney, tell me about the technology. Are we using new technology outside of, you know, the ultrasounds on the lungs? Uh, what's new out there that seems to keep dairy farmers really engaged in the process? There's a lot of ways that we can design barns um, to ventilate in various ways. You know, the focus has been on adult cow facilities, looking at, you know, how to optimize mechanical ventilation. There's cross, tunnel, hybrids, positive pressure. And as a result, you know, our fan companies are coming out with a lot of great uh, fans that are uh, 
are able to be used in all of these different applications. Um, and with that, there's new sensors as well to help automate the entire ventilation system so that you don't have to be in charge. You can allow the thermostats and sensors to work so that you can take a back seat and feel comfortable that your ventilation in the barn is working to its optimal standards. So start checking those systems today. You're going to need them before the beginning of next week. That's Courtney Halbach, Outreach Coordinator for the Dairyland Initiative implemented through the UW School of Veterinary Medicine. If you want to find all that online information that she alluded to, real simple. Just enter in Dairyland Initiative to any search engine and they'll take you right there. I'm taking you to Bryce Windecker from Everag in just a moment. Markets right around the corner. Protovate Nutritional Seed Enhancer is an 80-20 talc graphite replacement that provides the critical nutrients corn and soybeans need for early and uniform emergence. Learn more at getgreatergrowth.com. You know what time it is? It's time for Swine to Shine. National Pork Month is finally here and lasts all October long. Whether you're craving sweet and spicy, stick to your bones, barbecue ribs, sizzling sausage, smoky bacon, juicy pork chops, or just a good old-fashioned honey-glazed ham, it's time to celebrate the goodness of pork all month long. Need a new mouth-watering pork recipe? Discover your next favorite at pork.org. Brought to you by Wisconsin's Pork Producers. How about a quick shout out to a young woman from Northeast Wisconsin that's been named the 2024 National Hereford Queen. Her name, Marie Protel. She's from MKP Cattle Company in Algoma. She was selected as the National Hereford Queen during the American Royal Livestock Show that was held in Kansas City a little bit earlier this month. She is currently a senior at UW-River Falls studying ag business and animal science meat animal emphasis. She is the daughter of Sean and Jenny Protel from Algoma, and she is actually the fourth Wisconsinite that has served as National Hereford Queen. Pretty impressive. Congratulations again, Marie Protel from Algoma, the 2024 National Hereford Queen. Bryce uh, Windecker from Everag just around the corner. But first, let's take a look at the markets. Very weak everywhere, not just commodities, but the financial sector this morning. Right now, December corn's down two at 478. November beans unchanged at 1288. July wheat's down three, 626. Yesterday in Chicago, barrel cheese dropped three and a half. To 170. 40 pound black cheese was down a penny and a quarter, 173. And double A butter, that dropped a full six and a half cents to 330 a pound. November class three milk currently four cents lower, 1751 a hundred weight. December closed 18 cents lower, 1738 a hundred weight. Milk production, not the only thing we're talking about next. Bryce Windecker from Everag catching up with us on all commodities. Stand by. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Pest control? You've got a guy for that. Car repairs? You probably have a guy for that as well. For someone to custom design a unique piece of jewelry for you, or help your current pieces look sparkling fresh? That needs to be William Thomas Custom Jewelry. Affordable and local. William Thomas Custom Jewelry will help you create a desirable, one-of-a-kind piece that you'll be proud to wear for years to come. William Thomas Custom Jewelry. Your inspiration, your custom jeweler. Is your biggest fear of having dermal filler in the face looking overdone? You are not alone. A Skincare Minute with Skincare Expert, Michelle Neeson. 
Dermal filler treatments at Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie restore fullness and fill in wrinkles in areas of the face, such as the cheeks, under eyes, lips, and around the mouth. It's very difficult to look overdone with non-surgical dermal fillers due to the amount that's typically injected. Did you know that one syringe of filler equals one-fifth of a teaspoon? One fast food ketchup packet is equivalent to eight syringes. As long as your treatment is performed by a skilled medical professional, you should have the natural looking results you desire. Let your natural beauty shine through. Visit us at rejuvenationclinicofsaukprairie.com. While you spent a lot more time around your home the last couple of years, you may have noticed a few things you'd like to have spruced up. Sign up for W.E. Davies Handyman Membership and they'll help you stay ahead of the maintenance and repairs with a professional result. Boycott putting things off. W.E. Davies & Sons Remodeling brings a fresh perspective to your building project. We're a local family business with services from handyman fixes to living space upgrades. For stunning, transformative results, visit wedaviesremodeling.com. If Mary had a little lamb, you can bet she'd talk to her about it. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. All right, let's talk dairy markets on a Thursday morning. Time to catch up with Bryce Windecker, one of the broker analysts with Everag, kind enough to join us this morning. So, Bryce, I want to go to the September milk production report. I uh, got it last week, and what it pointed to was that that heat, that excessive heat that the Southwest experienced uh, kind of late summer, uh, well, yeah, summer, is really starting to show up as far as milk production. Tell me what you saw in the September milk production. Yeah, absolutely, Pam. So uh, first, the USDA actually revised the August milk production down to minus 0.8% in line with our uh, network's expectation there. And then September was minus 0.2%, also right in line. So I guess not much of a surprise, but uh, we're still seeing the uh spot milk reports uh across the the states here uh being a dollar above about 50 cents above the five-year average uh so still plenty of places uh short on milk but it's been interesting to see the dairy cow slaughter numbers uh be well below the five-year averages as soon as we came out of the summer here so I kind of think we're done calling cows for a while. Well, that's interesting because, uh, again, the beef industry got a cattle on feed report this week, and it would suggest that uh, everything's getting adjusted far faster than we expected. So now that's that's history. That September milk is history. But the market seems to still be paying attention to the volume situation when it comes to cheese prices. Are we feeling that seasonal holiday demand right now, Bryce? I really, uh, if, if this is it, uh, it's pretty lame. I can tell you that. Uh, I would, I would really like to see uh, us get a pop out of cheese here uh, within the next thirty to forty-five days. But you know, the the farther and farther we go through the holiday season here, the the less likely it is. Uh, cold storage showed uh, not quite one and a half billion pounds of cheese in storage. Uh, so, slightly, slightly like right in line with last year's number and. Uh, I, I think we're going to have a lot of export headwinds uh, heading into next year with the way our cheese futures curve is. We're still at a 180, 190 there uh, through most of 2024. And Europe is doing bookings into 24 with a 
prices in the 170s and Oceana's in the 160s uh, on the export market, uh, spot, spot pricing that is. So uh, we've got a lot of competition. There's a lot more cheese capacity coming online across the Midwest um, in the next year and over the next couple. And I think we're going to have uh, plenty of cheese. Yeah, we we normally aren't worried too much about that. What else are you paying attention to as far as this holiday trend is concerned, Bryce? I mean, butter prices have been absolutely skyrocketing lately. Is that about the holiday demand or the tightness of supplies? A little bit of both. I mean, uh, cold storage report yesterday showed us that we weren't selling quite as much butter or had uh, or didn't. Um, had more in storage than we originally imagined. Uh, usually we have a decrease from month to month of 20 million pounds. It was actually only uh, 16 million pounds of decrease, so not quite quite selling as much as we have. But nevertheless, we've got uh, really good demand out there for butter. But I think we've seen the top cream multiples uh, have been uh, lowering the past couple of weeks here. And uh, we've just got a lot more cream uh, available now because, you know, people are looking at butter manufacturers are looking at that forward curve into 2024 and saying that, you know, I, I don't need to be paying 140 for cream and, and making that and trying to store it. You know, it just doesn't make sense right now. Uh, if you're just joining us, this is Bryce Windecker. He's one of the broker analysts with EverAg. I always remind you, if you want to find these folks, uh, ask their opinion about uh, what's coming up. Ever dot ag is their website let's talk a little bit about what's coming up then like you mentioned if uh, the cheese market is reacting to holiday business it's pretty thin does that speak uh, kind of to where we're going at the tail end of 2023 going into 2024 Bryce? There's just a lot of unknowns on the demand side of the market. I mean, you know even though we are in a laborers economy I mean we've got you know two wars going on interest rates we haven't seen in over two decades. Uh, and that's really not bullish for commodities at all. I think you're going to see the, the funds kind of start to leave all of those commodities and invest more money into safer funds like, you know, a bank at the CD or um, some of these treasury bonds and yields uh, from the U.S. government. So, well, like you said, uh, the turmoil kind of continues. It, advice for dairy producers that are already wringing their hands about Milk prices from 2023 going into 2024. We got risk management tools we're looking at. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm a, I'm a big uh, big believer in hedging into rallies here. Uh, when it in regards to class three markets, way has definitely been helping uh, that market quite a bit. And anytime uh, there's a rally, you know, we're setting new lows on the January class three contract. I would utilize any any tools on the CME. Uh, of setting a floor and keeping the top open, uh, utilizing DRP, because we are, you know, relatively short on milk. I mean, that's definitely a factor. But if we have uh, stagnant milk supply and lower demand, you know, that still means we have too much milk. All right, buddy. Appreciate the insights. Good to visit with you. Have a good Thursday. We'll catch up with you again soon, Bryce, okay? You too, Sam. Thank you. All right. Bryce Windecker joining us live this morning from Everag. Like we said, uh, he's not impressed with what's happening with our cheese market any more than you are. As always, if you're uh, searching for answers, guidance, what have you, check out their website where you can find all of the Everag crew. That's ever.ag.com.
ever.ag. Tomorrow morning, we'll be catching up with you, chatting with our friends from Compure Financial. They're just as concerned as you are about the margins that production agriculture is looking at going into the harvest and into next year. We'll catch up with you there. As always, I want your rainfall reports or any weather observations, 877-301-FARM. That's 877-301-3276, our talk text line. And sign up for our daily e-newsletter right now. Go to MidwestFarmReport.com.